In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Uh, Naledi, so, so so happy to finally be talking to you. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. So um, I'm going to say that I was looking at interviews that you did. I want to say like two years ago, three years ago when the interview dropped, you were this like little, I mean, you're still a kid, but like now seeing you two years later, um, you know, so my other job, I, I teach, I'm a teacher for, I've been teaching for 27 years at a middle school. So I see kids that are 11 to 13 you're in your age bracket. So how do you, how do you balance acting? How do you balance life? How do you balance school? Um, never mind being on one of the best shows on, you know, on television. Like, how do you do that? That's got to be a tough thing for a kid your age. Well, for me, it's kind of always been easy because my parents have like made it easy for me to balance out like the work and the play. It's because it was, it's like one of um, our main priorities and it was really nice. Like I'm homeschooled for now. Um, for high school, I'm going back to regular school. So, I mean, I've always just been like a hard worker and I always want to like keep myself busy and like do like all like normal kid stuff. Like it's easy, like just hang out with my friends and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Uh, so not only am I talking to a great actor, I'm talking to a series regular now, which is an expanding role for season two. That's got to be super exciting for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So how do you find that out? Because series regular is like, if you're on, for those listening who may not know, like if you're on a, a show to get that title, I mean, that's huge. Like that's, that's the thing you're going for. How did you find that out? And and, and how excited were you? Yeah. So it was when I like realized that I'm like, I'm not a guest star anymore. It was like, I'm the main character. It's like one of the leads. It was like, the shocker i was really excited because i knew that i'd be able to have like a lot more scenes with everyone else it just really opened up like a little new world yeah yeah that's a good answer um we first meet wendy in episode four and i mean granted you got the official title you know for season two but i gotta say no offense to gus but wendy's kind of the leader right she's kind of been the person that leads i mean gus is you know gus is gus he's great but you know, even in four episodes in the first season, Wendy was the leader, right? Yeah, because she has her little, like, I agree with that. Like, she has her little, like, um, hybrid family. And when um, she meets Gus, she's kind of, like, getting, she's introducing her family to him and kind of taking Gus under um, her. Um, her wing, yeah. Her wing. Yeah, and just, yeah. You know? Gus is they're just really trying to intertwine each other. Yeah, and, and not yeah, that's a great answer. And and I'm gonna I really do feel like Wendy has like superhero qualities, and I'm gonna hold that for a second because I feel like people know that this is produced by uh Susan and, and Robert Downey, and we know that he's he's Iron Man. So before I get back to that question, who is your favorite superhero? Um Lady, who who is the lady, who is your favorite superhero? It could be any, any any of them. Anything. I really, to be honest, I tend to always like the villains. I don't know because 
<laughs> but superhero wise, who do I love? I really like Captain Marvel. Uh, that's a good answer. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. You know, and I feel like Wendy kind of has those qualities, right? She's she's a leader. She's super kind. I want to say the very first episode we were we saw we were introduced to Wendy. I think it's when she was on the CB radio. I think you know she's trying to talk back, and she and they're like, "Don't talk back!" Like, so she has this like bravery about her. Do you see Wendy as a as a superhero? Yeah, of course. Like, Wendy is definitely a superhero. She's been brought up in this post-apocalyptic world like she's a hybrid she's just on her own with her mom and then she um, has this idea to bring all these new hybrids and they make a family and then now that in the next season season two um you're gonna see her without her mom and she really has to step up yeah yeah how would you describe because I, everyone i talk to they ask me about shows i say well you know sweet tooth is is really one of the best shows i've I've seen i mean i remember like just crying at that last episode with big what was it called big brother big man big man and i was like in tears it was so emotional um how would you describe the show to somebody who has not seen it has no idea what it's about how would you describe it to somebody who's looking to get into something really clever really unique and really good i would i would say um sweet tooth is a show um of it's where a virus has an outbreak in a post-apocalyptic world and it's just set on this boy um gus and he's out to find his mom and he meets all these cool people on the way and they have all these adventures it's an awesome journey for sure. That's you did a great job explaining. That. I couldn't have done it that effectively. So I read earlier um, where I thought you were you you've done or you still are training in martial arts. Is that still a thing you're doing? Yes, yes, I'm a purple belt. Oh, pretty. Listen to this. When I was your age, I was a purple belt, but like I was just terrible. Like I'm sure you're like really good. I was a purple belt, but not as good as you are. Um, let me. <laughs> no, I was terrible. I was terrible. So let me ask you this. So Netflix brings us these great shows, one of which Sweet Tooth. But are you a Cobra Kai fan? I have to ask that. Martial arts, I have to ask that question to you. Yeah, I really love anything I do with martial arts. Like any like action movies, like that's my thing. Like I love those. It's yeah. like yeah. who's an who's an actor that you absolutely love? Who's an actor that you, you love watching? Well, because I kind of grew up like watching like Disney, like when I was like a bit younger. Yeah. And I saw like Jenna Ortega and then now she's doing like all these like cool new stuff and like horror and I love horror and like it's really been Jenna Ortega kind of yeah it's a good answer yeah she's good she's good and who else is good you're good too and you know let me ask you what do you love about playing Wendy I love about playing Wendy I get to play all these sides of Wendy when I'm playing Wendy and it's it's really great because there's all this like nuance that you get with this character I mean, like, come on, like, she's like a pig hybrid, like, mm. it's a different world. And I love that she's, she's sort of like me in some ways. And I like to kind of like incorporate a little bit of myself. How is she like you? Well, I think we're both very intuitive. Like, we're both very precocious, you know? Like, mm. Wendy, I mean, like, she has grown up, like, kind of like sheltered because she's in her little abandoned city. But I could say that we're both very street smart. And you have to be street smart in this environment, right? Because it's a tough, like the, life is tough in general, 
But in this show, the the post-apocalyptic world as we're talking about, it is really tough. Like if you have a bad day, that could be your last day. I mean, it is everyone's out to get each other. Everyone's not everyone. Many people are selfish out for themselves, but you have to be tough in this environment, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Two more questions for you. Thank you for this time. Um, so we talked about that tearjerker ending. Um, when you rewatch it, do you get emotional watching some of the stuff that unfolds here, even though you've been through it, even though, because I mean, listen, I know the parts you're in, you, you've acted through those. I get it, but I'm sure there's things you haven't seen. Do you get, do you find yourself getting choked up in some of this, some of this wonderful uh, story? Yeah. Like acting, it's like a very emotional journey and you spend all this time um, shooting and then you finally get to see your work on camera and it's very real. And it's not just like scenes like split out because, you know, you kind of just get to like little pieces and then finally seeing everyone else's parts put together. It's really beautiful. And yes, it's very emotional. Like I can feel because like I like know the people on the screen, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So so absolutely. The show is is shot in New Zealand. And do you how long were you there for when you were shooting? We were there for about like four or five months. Wow. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Yeah. TV shows tend to take around like five, six, even like eight months sometimes. Yeah. It was really beautiful in New Zealand. Yeah. It, it, um, was there any culture shock? Because I mean, it's a long way away. It's a, it's a beautiful place. Anything that kind of um, surprised you when you got there? Well, what really surprised me actually is how much the indigenous, the Maori there, um, how much of the Maori culture is just rooted in New Zealand. Like, you know what I mean? They really, yeah, really inclusive. Yeah. And could, is that a place you could live if you had to? Or, or are you just good just being there for a little while and kind of coming back home again? I mean, I'm a city girl like New York. It always has a part of my home. Like, it's always like so beautiful to have opportunities to travel. But once I get back to New York, really happy. So I have to say, I have a I have a two year old daughter, and all the qualities that like Wendy has, the bravery, the kindness, how she's just such a great like kid. I hope my daughter watches that, and and, and I love what the work you're doing because you're selling it so great, and you're, and you're so gifted at your age. I don't know. I, I just think it's such a wonderful, wonderful show, and, and you're a big reason behind that. Ah, thank you. <laughs> uh, before I go, I'll leave you with this. Um. So let's fast forward five, six years. Where do you want to go as an actor, right? So you're doing these wonderful things now. Where do you want to go? Let's say, you know, acting school. Do you want to direct? Do you want to, what do you want to do down the road? Well, what I think is I just want to have as many opportunities as I can and live the best life that I can. And maybe like producing, that seems like really cool. Just like getting to see like something like behind the scenes, because I'm always in front of the camera. Maybe it would be um, fun to do something maybe on and off the camera. And you can find um, Naleni Murray on season two, April 27th. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. You're such a great kid. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thanks, Derek. Take care. Pleasure. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.